What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. Got the game back together. We got to talk some NFL real quick before we dive into MLB, this MLB episode. But huge trade. I was taking a nap this morning and look at my phone and I see like Jets and Dolphins are rumored to get Tyreek Hill. I'm like, what? What left field is this coming out of? Because, you know, a division like that, uh, you're looking to build up on your uh, team and, you know, try and compete in that um that stacked division. So interesting situation. Uh, I'll start off with you, Jose. What do you think about this move? Chiefs getting the 29th overall pick, I think the 44th overall pick, assuming they'll do that. Maybe they're going to draft a guy like Traylon Burks or something like that, but it's really just Juju Hardman and Kelsey. I don't think that's really a scary team yeah. in the AFC West, but let yeah. me hear it out. This feels like almost like a panic deal, like something kind of fell through with Tyreek and they just had to find a deal quick to kind of get him off the books. Uh, because, I mean, they got five picks, but they only got one first rounder and it's a late first in this year's draft. So, I mean, considering what Devontae went for, I don't think this is enough compensation for the Chiefs. They, they're definitely going to struggle at receiver next year. Trying to, you know, I mean, they've ran this offense through Tyreek Hill for what feels like five six Ever. years now mm-hmm. yeah so they are definitely going to have a massive hole they're trying to you know fall back on guys like juju smith and Nicole hardman so but as far as the dolphins like this is a huge move for them and now this offense is super fast super explosive i mean all guys who run like four three and under i mean they just got mostert you know obviously waddle we know is a super explosive guy Tyreke's fast for a tight end he's four five exactly yeah, so this is an offense that's now super exciting. And an AFC West division that, I mean, it got super shaken up this offseason. Like, we need a hard knocks on the whole AFC West. Just the entire AFC West. Amen on that. Chul, uh, what do you think about this deal? Uh, you know, a guy like Waddle, who was compared to Tyree coming out of the draft, like any guy that's small and fast. But uh, you're going to learn alongside him in this. Yeah, I mean um... – they're betting a lot on Tua because they're going out and they're getting him another massive weapon. I mean, you know, arguably the best weapon in all of football and they're really all in on him. I mean, this is a huge year. It's going to be a boomer bust year for him. If he's going to be able to produce, uh, you know, like a top pick, uh, you know, and there's really no more excuses. He's got a great tight end. Um, you know, they got a new offensive minded coach, uh, you know, coming over. And yeah, he's got two explosive, explosive weapons. And uh, I'm really intrigued to see how he does. Cause I, I really like Tua coming in. I mean, he was so awesome in Alabama. You know, he's a great character guy and I'm rooting for him. It just, he hasn't really shown us much um, in these last couple of seasons. And uh, we'll see if he can figure it out because he has all the weapons to do so. Yeah. Interesting though, that they go out and get Armstead. I'm assuming he'd go and play right tackle because Left tackle is in his blind side for Tua. Kind of an interesting situation there. Yeah. I was just thinking yeah. about that. But you get him and Connor Williams uh, should solidify whatever side of the line you put those guys on. Uh, good move. For and them, they, they picked up Chase Edmonds, too. That's a really you know mm-hmm. solid running back there. And they got Mostert. I mean, who knows? And Gaskin. Get from Mostert. Yeah, still got, got Gaskin. Gaskin. Still I mean, got that's, that's three really solid guys. Exactly. So it should be an uh, interesting team over there, Mike McDaniel. He's been with Mike, I mean, Kyle Shanahan this entire time, and he's been the guy who's installed the run game. So I think Shanahan should still be able to keep it out there in San Fran, but finally bring a run game to a team that's notoriously known for not having a run game. I think Jay Ajayi was the last guy that they like 
could really depend on to get them like yeah. a first down or something like that. Exactly. Uh, so and the draft yeah. hasn't even happened yet, man. This mm-hmm. this offseason is already so crazy, and the draft still yet to happen. Exactly. But we'll have to see, you know, Juju's finally going to have to get stepped into a role in Kansas City like he had in Pittsburgh, which now he has a guy like Kelsey who will take that Antonio Brown, like, like load off of him where they're going to be focusing on him. And maybe, you know, Juju goes back to that 1,400-yard season that he had when he was uh, on that second year in uh, Pittsburgh, which who knows? I'd love to see that. But uh, we got hey, dialed. She's got the worst roster in AFC West. Can we agree 100%. on that? I think overall it, roster. It went from- they went from first to worst quick. Best QB, Real though, by far, quick. but that's about it. Yeah, they got the best QB, best coach. So uh, I, I don't know about by far. Put them as... Not by far, but he's the best QB. Yeah. We'll see how he yeah, does without he's the best Hill, QB. Yeah. Hardman's... No, yeah, that's another interesting wrinkle. I mean, I, I feel like we all agree, like, Mahomes is that guy. But, like, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see him without one of his guys. He'll, no more get, fuck it, Tyreek down there. No more I think no more. RIP that meme. I think Jarvis Landry is going to sign there. I think that's a really good fit of a sign. Oh, that'd be a great pickup. Yeah, that'd he, be a really good pickup. But him and Juju are kind of similar style players. Mm, yeah, I guess so. But I feel like, I don't know, someone else they can move alongside because they already have their deep threat in Hardman. Uh, they need a guy that beat him off the top. But um, yeah. hey, this is MLB episode, though. Uh, we promised you guys we'd get you around to that. So, we got to talk some MLB after the lockout. We had mentioned in our earlier episode, things were coming out quick and uh, we had to wait for everything to come around. Finally, we got the big signing to end it off uh, with Trevor story headed over to the Boston Red Sox. Um, Carson, I just want to start off with you having an infield, you know, competing with uh, an infield, that little middle of the field, like uh, the Texas Rangers now have with free agent acquisitions and Simeon and um, Corey Seager. Now you have Xander Bogarts and Trevor story. Uh, working alongside each other. How do you think this fits for Boston, a team that always seems to be competing out there in the AL? I mean, yeah, I mean, on paper, it's awesome. I mean, this was a team that was right there, uh, you know, a few games away from the World Series last year. You know, they had a a really tremendous run. I mean, they were on fire, you know, on offense and to add a guy that, you know, home road splits are are little a little concerning just be, but he does play it you know he did play in Colorado so that makes a little bit of sense but I, I love Trevor Story I have a soft spot for him just because you know I, I got to watch him for a season when he was in Modesto shout out the Mo yeah yeah him and Arado were, uh, were playing for us with the Modesto nuts but uh, I think this is a you know a, a ton of money a ton of money but the Red Sox have it and I think you know that middle infield uh, you know with Devers in the corner um, just that is a lot of power. That's a lot of power. And I can only imagine, you know, story, you know, in Fenway with the green monsters just going to hit a ton, a ton of bombs. Um, and I'm really excited for this, um, you know, to see him in this ballpark. And uh, I'm intrigued to see, you know, the move to the second base, obviously, but, you know, I, th- I think he'll be fine. I don't think it would, it would do him, uh, you know, too much of a disservice to play second base, but I'm excited, man. I'm really excited for this team. Not my, not my most exciting AL team though. We're going to get to that uh, in a little bit, but I, I like this move a lot. Yeah. Jose, anything to say? Yeah. I mean, I think this is kind of, it's kind of completes their roster. I mean, this was a kind of scrappy team that was missing, you know, a super mega star like this. I mean, they had guys like Bogarts and, you know, Kike who was huge in the playoffs for them, but, you know, JD's production has been kind of falling off slowly. So this is a huge pickup to their, you know, to their lineup power, just overall, you know, batting 
statistics, like this is going to boost their stats a ton. And the interesting part is, I mean, the entire, it seems like the entire AL was in on Trevor story, but I mean, it, I heard stories of the Rays even throwing money at him. The Yankees obviously Ooh. were in the talks Ooh. about that. So, I mean, this could be like a huge, huge, like rivalry thing now, like kind of, you know, rekindle that rivalry, especially with the Yankees getting Josh Donaldson, which we're going to get into shortly, but it, yeah. it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, we got to see how it plays out chemistry-wise because I think this team, they showed it last year in the in the playoffs. I mean, they had great, great chemistry, um, and I, I'm intrigued to see how, you know, he kind of fits into that. If he, you know, it might be like a Bryce Harper, Philly situation or whatnot, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, but that's another aspect of this that I'm, I'm interested to see. Yeah. yeah. We got to hope he returns back to his 2019-18 form where he was hitting 290, he was hitting 30 dingers, uh, over 100 RBIs. Uh, that's the story we're looking for. Uh, but, hey, not that far removed. He had a pretty decent year um, last season with all the issues going around there in Colorado with his name being in the trade yeah. uh, rumors. But real, wait, wait, real quick, speaking of the Rockies, what the fuck's up with Chris Bryant signing there? <laughs> hey, have, have fun having no more relevancy, Chris Bryant. You should have came back to the Giants. We had, you know, we were close last year. We had most wins. Should have came back. We needed you. But, you no, know, we got Jock he secured Peterson. a bag. <laughs> yeah, we got Jock. And, you know, he secured a bag, though. I mean, you can't get wrong. You, you can't get mad at him with that. He's going to boost his stats. He's going to make a ton of money. Not going to be relevant at all. But I don't think he cares. Yeah, that was just a random signing for a team that's so random. going to finish the bottom of the NL West. It just – like what? They got who? Him and, like, Marquez? Are those only, like, really big-name guys on that roster that, like – Let's see who else is on the rock. Yeah, they had that, they had that one like wrong. outfielder that's like a good contact hitter. I uh, Tapia, Tapia, yeah, Randall. Yeah, Tapia. they're like a farm team for like the rest. There's a few teams that are just farm teams for the rest of the league. Then CJ Crone, CJ Crone had a good year, but like he's not anyone like here. Yeah, Ryan McMahon was decent, I guess. I mean, they signed Jose Iglesias from the Angels. Um, that's that's a that, huge needle mover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Charlie Blackman is a name. Not hey, Blackman's solid though. Yeah, yeah, he's, a solid he's still solid. I mean, they don't even have a great farm system. Brendan Rogers is probably their best prospect coming up. I'm like trying. I'm scrolling through right now. I'm at 18 and I haven't seen them yet. 20. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think they've got. Let's see. Those 26th best. Their best, they only have one top 100 prospect. That's Zach Veen. He's an outfielder, number 55. Zach Veen, yeah. But yeah, I don't know any of these guys. Yeah, interesting situation out there. Uh, I mean, just trying to get a guy to keep him relevant, I guess. But, like, not, not an interesting team going forward, though. We'll keep moving. Uh, another huge shortstop signing with Carlos Correa heading to this Minnesota Twins team. Very interesting. Mm. We got to talk about the Twins uh, signing Correa, but we also got to talk about them trading uh, for Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. Obviously, Jose is our huge Yankee guy here on the podcast, so we got to hear what he's got to say. But I'll start off with Chol first, and then I'll let Jose go away as much as he wants. What do we think about Correa going over uh, to the Twins with the team that, you know, we got Buxton. Um, we got a ton of other guys in the roster that should be uh, improving, and a team that seems like they've just been a move away or a move away every year so what do you got to say 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, this is a team that's been getting a ton of wins in the regular season the last few years. They've always been right there at the top of the standings with a, you know, nice, you know, solid young core. Um, but they, you know, always end up just getting trounced in the playoffs by, by a bigger team, bigger market. But to, you know, get a guy that is, you know, has the postseason pedigree, uh, that Correa does to add him um, and to, for him to be the face of the franchise now, along with, you know, all the great, you know, other complimentary players that they have. Um, I really like this signing. And now I think this is, you know, kind of that last move where it's like, okay, now, now it's time twins. Like, you know, you, you've gotten your experience the last couple of years. It's really time um, to capitalize. And this is a great move for that. I agree. I mean, only three years, uh, I mean, three years, 105 million. Oh my God. Hold on. I got to yeah. do the math on that real quick. It's a huge yeah, power, power lineup. What they got Kepler, they got 35, Boston. 35 million a year. Sheesh. Yeah. Polanco is Anderson. Simmons so no, no, no. Simmons is going to, I know he left like a, it was a small. Yeah. Cubs, I think. Oh yeah. yes. He's on the Cubs. He's on the Cubs. But yeah, they still got Bucks in. I mean, yeah, this Polanco. Mm-hmm. Kind of like story great. a little bit where he was just kind of like that that missing piece. But I think this is a I like this move better for the Twins than I do for Story going to the the Sox. I, I think this is a great move. Shout out the Twins for really kind of sending it um, and getting that star. And then what they got Barrios, who's uh, it always been an intriguing pitcher. Do they have the Rios? I thought they traded him. Wait, they traded him? Oh, he's on the Last Blue Jays. The, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, they traded him to the Blue Jays last year. I forgot. I remember when that happened. I was like, yeah. So what? They have – do they have Kent Maeda still? No. They got Sonny Gray as their ace right now. I don't think they're done making moves, though. Yeah, they can't be. There's no way they're going to make a move at the deadline for, you know, an ace, another ace. Yeah. They've got a couple of young guys I think they can call it. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, – if I heard the names, I'd know. There's no way they roll into the uh, the playoffs with this with this pitching stuff. I mean, they got jo- Joan Duran, Simeon Woods Richardson. They got from the Mets last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it says yeah, a c- yeah. couple guys, but yeah, no one that like jumps off the page at you. Actually, wait. Oh, they have Dylan Bundy. It says. Oh, not the Mets, the Blue Jays. Yeah, Bundy from the. The Angels, Dobnak had a start for them in the playoffs. Whatever, that, that's definitely their weak spot to say the least. Yeah, but yeah. what about the Gary Sanchez Gio Rochella move? Uh, in turn, uh, your guys are getting uh, Donaldson and who was the other piece in that deal? I IKF Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Oh, yeah, um, he's a good contact. Uh, he's a catcher like hybrid guy, isn't he? Yeah, he he's probably gonna play shortstop. He came up playing catcher because that's the position that was going to get him to the league the fastest. Um, but he, I mean, he, he won a gold glove at third base over Gio. Um, so, uh, you know, I fully believe in him as our shortstop. And I mean, this is a kind of guy we needed, like a contact speed guy, you know, top of the top of the lineup, probably, you know, lead off. Um, it's what we need last year. I feel like the Yankees team was kind of just a bunch of names just a bunch of guys, but now I feel like this team could have a legitimate identity. I mean, I know a lot of people hated on the Josh Donaldson move. Obviously, we know Donaldson and Garrett Cole kind of have beef for some reason, <laughs> but um, I think Donaldson is like 
the type of guy we've been missing because he just does not give a fuck. And <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got grit. Like he's a guy who's just going to go out there, have some energy, you know, light up the light up the bench. Like it's a guy that's, he's going to make statements every single game and he's not going to care if he gets thrown out. I mean, we haven't really had that since like, I would say Aaron, like when Aaron Boone first came, that was like our energy guy. You know, obviously we heard the, my guys are savages out there. Uh, <laughs> that was like, that was a thing. But ever since then, I mean, everyone on the Yankees is just so like laid back, quiet, just kind of, just kind of a guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, when Judge I mean, is your leader, you know, Judge is, you know, a, a chiller, you know, exactly. it kind of from him. Yeah. And so is Gallo. So is Stanton, you know, LeMahieu doesn't even, does he even speak like, <laughs> yeah. Rizzo's a chill guy. Like exactly. Uh, yeah. But I mean, no, I'm hoping we move point. Chapman. I'm hoping we move Chapman for a starting pitcher because I mean, I'm, I'm completely done with Chapman or, yeah, or catcher. Done. Yeah. We need a catcher. Like it says badly. you're, your lineup would be predicted as Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, Gallo, Torres, Hicks, Connor Falefa, and Ben Wardervelt. Wardervelt. Ben Rortvet, yeah. Wortvet. There's no way we roll with him. There's just no way. Well, you get I mean, you guys still like, have LeMahieu, right? Yeah, yeah. So is LeMahieu gonna I'd rather able? play LeMahieu at second over Glaber. Um but in lineups against lefties, I guess we could bench Rizzo and play LeMahieu at first. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you need a guy like LeMahieu because he's going to be contact for you guys. Because exactly. that's a thing your lineup extremely doesn't have. Yeah, LeMahieu yeah. is so super valuable. Yeah, we could play him at either first or second. Um, I mean, he can play all his runs. He gets on base. Yeah. Stanton and Gallo just <laughs> dinger or strike out, so. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting for sure. I think this is a move that a lot of people were mad about. I mean, we traded kind of the literal two most fan favorite players on our team, like the most lovable guys. I mean, Gary is frustrating, but when he's on, he's on. And he's the best offensive catcher in the league. Um, Gio was – like, how can you not love Gio? I mean, he's got the defense. He's got the big, the big bat when you need it. But – We'll see if, the, if this Yankees team really gels. It could go really badly, or this could be what we needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> it could be like some Lakers stuff from today. But also, it could be – yeah, it could end up really, really well. Because on paper, you guys have a ton of really good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, no, we got to take a look, though. I mean, not a huge deal in terms of they're going to make noise with this. But Jorge Soler obviously made a huge name for himself after his performance with the Braves in the playoffs winning World Series MVP or is it a playoff MVP? World Series MVP. World Series yeah, MVP. World Series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he gets three years, 36 from the Marlins. Um, looking like their lineup is going to have, you know, focus with Jazz, uh, Jorge, um, Anderson, and just kind of a bunch of other guys in that roster as well. Um, Jose, do you really see much coming from this move at all, or is it just the Marlins are going to – be bottom feeders yet again after a unsurprising playoff, a surprising playoff run a couple of years ago. Yeah, I I really like this move for them. I think they were missing a pretty big bat like this. I mean, they were just kind of a, a team of guys that they put together last year. 
and they somehow, you know, strung together some wins. I mean, they were hit with COVID. Was that last year when they were hit with COVID and the whole team was decimated or was that two seasons ago? I'd assume it was last year. I think it was last year. Um, You know, they were just absolutely destroyed, but just somehow stayed in the race and were able to just sneak in, but. They have the yeah, MLB, is... the show god, Sixto Sanchez, though. Isn't he like the exactly? <laughs> I don't think he's I don't think he's come up yet, but I think he came up for like a start and he got like a 23 ERA or something like that. And then he they sent him right back down. Oh, I think it but... said he had he played a couple games. Yeah. I remember him his debut, everyone was going crazy because he had like the goaded card. Uh he went, yeah, he was uh in 2020, he had uh, seven games, three and two with a three, four, six, which is pretty good for a young guy. Oh, nice. Yeah, he'll probably come up this year. Um, I mean, they still got Sandy, who had a great year last year. Trevor Rogers, Pablo Lopez. I mean, this, this will be a scrappy team. I'm not expecting too much, but they'll, they'll definitely, you know, give a team some trouble here and there. Carson, anything else to add? Um, nah, man, I like it. I mean, this is a, a young guy that, um, you know, when he's on, he's on. I mean, he's a huge bat um, and they got him on a good deal. And I mean, why not? You know, if you're the Marlins, you know, why not bring in a guy that, you know, highlight reel, you know, box office guy. Uh, they kind of need that. And someone who, you know, dominated on the national stage. I mean, he was so awesome in that World Series. I mean, just clobbering home runs. I mean, just yeah. hitting them through the glass uh in houston um and i like it just because yeah you know not a crazy deal or anything um you know if you're a team like miami just go out and you know get good players and this is uh, one of those moves and i i like it a lot for them i don't really think it yeah like jose said doesn't really move the needle or anything but yeah they can be scrappy and he'll be he'll be a big part of that yeah exciting time for miami sports right now hey both faculty going off you know you don't know how it'd be but um Let's talk, though. I'm just going to bunch some deals together, though. Uh, looking at the Phillies, they're acquiring two big power bats with Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. Obviously, the man himself, Nick Castellanos, who became an infamous meme last year for hitting <laughs> home runs and, like, moments of grief <laughs> or whatever it was. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, we get him out there uh, in the outfield, uh, those guys' bats, playing alongside Bryce Harper on a Phillies team, which – you know, kind of unfortunate that they weren't able to make uh, a run out there in that division, but uh, should look really enticing going into the next season. Um, Carson, what do you think about these moves to the Phillies getting uh, two big bats? Yeah, I mean, I like it, but they, the Phillies kind of feel like, you know, the Yankees the last couple of years where they have all these great players. I mean, adding, you know, Cassiano, Schwarber, and Harper, you know, those three guys alone, you know, you still got Real Muto, um, DD. I mean, awesome. those are. Yeah, Hoskins, those are big bats. I mean, they're going to have a ton of pop. Um, but I just don't like, I just like their chemistry is like, they just like, it, it seems like no one really even wants to play with each other in Phil- in, in Philly. Uh, the team just kind of has no life. And, um, you know, they just hit, they just hit bombs and they're just a really good hitting team. Um, you know, I like it, um, but I, I need to see a little, a little more fight from them. Cause yeah, th- this is a team that should have, for sure made the playoffs and they, they really kind of, you know, um, what's the term I'm looking for. They didn't make Harper's MVP season look as good just because, you know, they, they weren't winning. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're, they're bad. Their bats are crazy though. And that alone might push past the lack of chemistry. Cause I mean, yeah, they have some huge, huge bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And they got Wheeler and Nola, who are two very top end pitchers uh, at the top of that rotation yeah. as well. Um, Jose, yeah. what do you think about uh, this team competing in a, a tough division, though, uh, with some some big name players? A really tough division, and I mean the Mets just got Max Scherzer. Yeah, this is it, really good. Yeah, with alongside Degrom, which is insane. Exactly, it's yeah, really going to come down to. I mean, Joe Girardi is going to be on the hot seat, and. If this team does not perform, I mean, he's gone. I mean, Bryce obviously was snubbed from the All-Star game last year, but still won MVP. And this team just – you were just left wanting so much more out of this team. Like like Carson said, this season was just so unmemorable because the, the Phillies were just meh. I mean, they, 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 they allowed the Braves to come back from like third or fourth – and eventually, you know, take the division. So it, it is a tough division. It's a tough NL overall. So, uh, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah. And uh, staying within the division, though, uh, another deal that went down, which signaled a deal that we'll talk about in just a couple minutes. Uh, Matt Olson uh, in, was traded over to the Atlanta Braves uh, after a World Series winning season, which, you know, signaled the exit for Freddie Freeman. Uh, but also getting... Uh, a guy that from a team that they beat out there in the postseason and Kenley Jansen, one of the most talented relief pitchers we've seen in the last couple of years. Um, you know, Jose, I got to know what you think. Taking over, you know, letting Freddie Freeman walk, go over to the Dodgers. You get a guy like Olsen, young guy, big bat. Um, how do you think this does for their team going forward? Because um, I feel like, you know, Acuna, Albies, you know, what's Austin Riley, Swanson, uh, it's an extremely yeah. talented team. They re-signed Rosario as well. Um, you think they're still poised for potentially another run? Yeah, I definitely still think they've got the best infield in baseball. I mean, they had the most productive infield in baseball last last season. And offensively, I mean, these two guys are pretty much a wash. I mean, last year, Freeman hit 331 homers. Olsen hit 270 with 39 homers. Like, you're going to get an elite defensive player and an elite bat for, what, four or five years younger? So, I mean, it's a business move at the end of the day. Freeman got his World Series. He, you know, he gave it all to the city. But it was time, you know, it was time to make a move when they could, and they and they did. So, is it's, it's a super business move. Is Ozuna back? What? Is Ozuna back? Is he back? He is I believe he's back, yeah. But, yeah, it's a business move at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, Carson. I mean, for the Dodgers, oh. that's a huge get. That's a huge get. Yeah. Carson, what do you think about this for the Braves before we hop into the Dodgers? Um, Ozuna is eligible to play opening day. Um, whatever Got it. That is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, re it's really, really tough because, yeah, you lose – you know, your most important player, you know, of the last, you know, decade um, for the Braves and Freddie Freeman. Um, but Jose made a great point. It's like you're replacing him with a guy that is almost, if not just as good as him um, and fits the timeline. I mean, this is, you know, besides Freeman, this is a really, really good young team. I mean, you know, Acuna, you throw Olsen right in there. That On the same. We got a little 
little bit. You, of you know, same stats are close, close enough, and way younger. Um, so I love it. I love it. A hundred percent. So good move there uh, for the Braves. But moving over to the Dodgers, they're continuing to add to that NL All Star lineup they got going on there. Oh, my God. But, I mean, hey, at least they're winning every single year, you know, at the end of the day. Um, Jose, what do you think? My bad, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. Jose, Mm -hmm. what do you think about this Dodgers team, you know, adding Freeman uh, to a position, I feel like maybe one of their weaker ones on the team, if you could say that. Uh, A hard thing to say, but uh, extremely talented lineup, should win the West. Uh, What do you got to say? Yeah, I would definitely say it was their weakest position. I mean, Max Muncy – He's not a bad player, but if you can replace him with a former MVP, Freddie Freeman, I think you do that every single day of the week. And that's just, just so, like, it's such a fucking Dodgers move. And it's it's oh, yeah. really frustrating as a – I mean, I know the Yankees do the same shit, but I feel like whenever the Dodgers make these type of signings, it works out for them. And not so much the Yankees. I mean, the last time they did this was, I mean, they just got Mookie Betts like two seasons ago. So I don't know. I don't really know much to say besides that the Dodgers are going to dominate and they're going to do, they're going to have a Dodgers last season. Well, let's just read off this projected lineup real quick. Betts, Turner, Freeman, uh, Justin Turner, Max Muncy, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, and AJ Pollock. With uh, Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, uh, Clayton Kershaw, uh, and just what Dustin May coming back, Trevor Bauer. Does Trevor Bauer come back? I think he got pushed back he a little bit on his reinstatement. But mm-hmm. holy hell! And then what? In the bullpen, they still got Trinan, uh, prices in their bullpen, uh, tons and tons of guys. Adderall. Mm-hmm. But Carson, I mean, yeah. coming from a Giants fan perspective, is just just piss you off seeing the Dodgers is this talented? Yeah, this sucks. And I'm like, I knew, you know, once like they got Olsen and they made that trade that he wasn't going to come back. I'm like, he's he's going to the Dodgers. It's just it's such a shame because it, like it doesn't work like this in any other sport. But the fact that there's no salary cap, it's just like teams like the Dodgers to have you know boatloads of money and just make these ridiculous teams. I mean, you know the last like five teams that they put out there, like on paper are some of like the greatest teams ever. Like we're going to look back at like, you know, we're going to look back at their like 2017 to, you know, who knows how, how long they're going to go with this kind of lineup. And we're just going to be like, how did they not, you know, win the world series like every year? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, you know, both the Turners, Betts, Freeman, you named off all those guys. It just, it just infuriates me. But part of me is just like, I knew it was inevitable. The Dodgers are like Thanos. It's inevitable. You're just like, Mm -hmm. of course he's going to go there. And they've they've just had all the stones for so many years now. And uh, if they, if they don't win it, bro, it's just. On them. Yeah. Yeah. How many teams can lose? can lose a guy like Corey Seager and get better. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, just what the fuck? Yeah. Because what, Chris Taylor's going to fill that role, right? And Chris Taylor is, I mean, he went off great the, bat. He almost won them the series against the Braves solo handedly. Or just, yeah, Chris or, Taylor is yeah. a guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the last move we got to talk about, unless there's any other ones you want to talk about, is Matt Chapman. Uh, 
the handed the present to uh, Vladimir uh, Guerrero Jr. on his birthday. They said, hey, we're going to go get you a third baseman. And that's what they did. So uh, sending him over there uh, from the athletics uh, brings you a lineup of Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Teoscar, Lourdes Guriel, Chapman, Biggio, you name it. Uh, they got some guys in the bull, uh, starting. They got Yusei Kikuchi, uh, Kikuchi from uh, the Mariners, um, Hinjin Ryu, Kevin Gosman from the Giants, who had a Cy Young campaign, uh, and Barrios. Jose, uh, this team, <laughs> this team's coming around. It's coming around, I got to say. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting AL East. Um, if I had to pick a team to be afraid of the most, it's probably between the Blue Jays. And the Red Sox, I mean, I really like what they did with their pitching additions. I mean, they've still got burritos for, I believe, a couple more seasons. Manoa had a big breakout year for them. He And as they're like four guy, five guy, I mean, that's huge. Kevin Gosman is listed as their three starter. You are facing Gosman on the third day of a series. Like, yeah. that. that's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Chapman's a huge defensive, a huge defensive player, and – I mean, he's not, he's not, not bad offensively. He had a down year, but he's had some decent, some decent seasons. Mm-hmm. Carson, care to add about the, this athletics team's blowing up? Forgot to mention though, Chris Bassett was sent to the Mets as well, so it's going to win their three best players this offseason, which I feel like they've done a bunch. Like that was when they, they traded Donaldson and uh, Reddick and then Cespedes yep. and all that stuff. They always seem to love getting rid of their best players. The money ball strategy. No, the A's, the A's are just like stuck in a timeline of like they, uh, you know, they bring up, you know, their prospects, they become really good, and then they all get shipped away to a better team, and then they, you know, regroup and they're they're bad, and then it's just a constant, you know, just like cycle, you know, a three to five year cycle of that, and it just happened again. They, yeah, their whole team's gutted, but this is the most exciting team in baseball. I mean, this is the most dangerous you know, fun to watch lineup. Uh, Vlad Guerrero is the most dangerous hitter in all of baseball. And from my personal opinion, this team is going to be insane and they're going to be must watch like every single day. And like the highlights that this team is going to produce. And I love Chapman. I mean, you know, just the defense is ridiculous. I am so excited. Like by far my most exciting team, I think them, them, and then probably the Mets and then the, Mariners too, who we'll get to that in a sec. They had a, a you know a sneaky good deal, but this team is going to be so so fun. I mean, oh my gosh! Like the fact that Chapman, like a Chapman, going to hit in front of Guerrero is going to hit behind Guerrero. I mean, who knows, bro? They have so many options with their with their lineup. I'm I'm so excited, so excited. What is yeah. this with this Athletics team? Like, didn't they almost? I'm look, reading like... their. <laughs> I'm reading their, their roster line. right now. It's, it's so bad. So bad. They got Sean Manier, Murphy, like, who is a good young catcher, but I mean, Piscotti was like, it's like a solid sure. contact bat at times. Yeah, Christian yeah, Pache, okay. who was who was supposed to be like a defensive stud coming up out of the Braves farm, is now starting for them. Uh, Loriano Andrews bench, <laughs> Tony Kemp as their second baseman. When did they oh, get they Eric? Still Banks? got Montas. They still got Montas. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably trade him too. Eric Thames yeah. is the big beard guy who hit dingers, right? Yeah. When did they yeah. get him? No idea. It's like uh, they signed him to a Meyer League deal. It says he's thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But 
What, uh, Carson, how about you transition to the Mariners as well? Yes. When I saw that, I remember we were all talking about it, like a sneaky good move that didn't really get that much attention or traction just because there was all, you know, there was so many, you know, bigger moves that happened, but this is a great, I mean, the Mariners were such an exciting team that was really coming on, uh, you know, towards the playoffs and they barely missed out on the playoffs by like a game. And I love that because I think this is a young team that they have fire now that they, you know, they got their hearts broken last year. Uh, we're having a little difficulty on Carson's end. Jose, you want to just uh, take it away, talk about the Mariners? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree what he was he was going on about. I mean, this is – oh. Oh, sh- sorry. Did you guys you hear like, any of that? My connection's been bugging. You oh, we got the, the beginning and the part. end. Oh, man. I, I love it. We'll just, we'll just keep it out. I love it. I love it for the Mariners. Yeah, really yeah. exciting. I'd have to agree. Uh, they also got Adam Fraser from the Pirates, who was a – a decent bat. I mean, a decent second baseman for them. Eugenio, Eugenio Suarez. That's that's a huge power bat for them. I mean, oh, I totally Jake. forgot that was what the deal was. I was kind of like thinking, yeah. like, wait, the Winker. Suarez and Winker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, Suarez is good, dude. Suarez had like fifty home runs a couple years ago. Yeah, he yeah, was one MVP a couple years ago. He's a huge power guy. Um, I mean, they love J.P. Crawford there at shortstop. Their outfield is stacked. Kyle Lewis, Hanniger, mm-hmm. Kellenick's a young guy. I mean, now they've got to fit in Winker. they still got Dylan Moore. Lewis I mean, and Tyson Crawford Vance. are two of my favorite young guys. They're they're dope. Exactly, yeah. Tom Murphy's, a you know, one of the better catchers in the league. They got Sergio Rome. <laughs> I saw <laughs> my guy. I love Shout Sergio. Out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, What's their pitching staff look like, though? Not that time. They got Ray, they signed Ray. Uh, that's their ace, and they still oh, have yeah. Marco. Um, Gilbert's a young guy they they've got coming up as their three starter. I mean, that's not well. Terrible. They got a Cy Young guy pitching that is their ace, so you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, Chris Flexen, and then Justice Sheffield, former Yankee prospect. Oh, Sheffield. Who'd you guys? Their, their bullpen is dog shit. Who'd you trade Sheffield for? Uh, who did what's his name? Uh, Paxton, yeah. Oh, Pac James Paxton, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah. So, any other moves we all mentioned before we head out of here? No, hey, good, shout man. out to uh, Carlos Rondon to the Giants, though. Should be a good feeling since we got nobody. <laughs> yeah, like I'm so disappointed, man. Just watching like every other team in the league like make big splashes and then we're just over here like we lost the one guy that we like needed to sign and just hey, uh, it's fine. one guy. Because, you know, Jose's teams all are garbage besides the Yankees, so he's got to have someone. But I trust team. the Giants <laughs> to figure it out. I dr- I trust like our our organization to put out a a, a good squad no yeah, matter who's on. on the field. Because that was last I mean, year. Even I mean, before, we had a bunch of exactly. exactly. Even yeah. before Bryant got there, you guys were competitive. And that's the reason why you were able to attract a guy like Bryant you know, yeah. to the squad. I, I think we're, we're very similar to the Rays, where it's like our organization and our, um, you know, just top to bottom is it, really solid. And it just doesn't matter who you put out there. We're going to figure it out. We, we maximize talent here in San yeah, Francisco. Very much so. Yeah. It's just well, not as fun. Uh, it's a little more boring than some of these other teams we mentioned, you know? 
Yeah, they got Darren Ruff back, so we'll get another one of our out of the nowhere guys. <laughs> I like Ruff. Darren Ruff. I like Ruff. Lamont Wade going with MVP. Hot take. Oh, what happens? With the money on it. It's gonna happen. Dude, bench, bench God. Bench God. And Joey Bart, maybe he can finally become a prospect. It's like amounts to something instead of being in the farm system for like eight years. Yeah. Like he has yeah. been. It's time to step up, Bart. I mean, Posey right. left. It's time. It's Bart mm-hmm. time. Ozzy could have definitely kept playing DH now that there's a universal DH. Like, he definitely could have and in, stayed he, in the lineup. He did what he did for the, for the team. Brought us what? Three chips? Yeah. Two I'm chips? not mad at him. I'm just sad. Yeah, three. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, three, three, three. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers. So, Posey probably said – probably maybe considered it and said, yo, fuck that. Freeman going there. Yeah. He's like, nah, I don't want to deal with them anymore. It's just too much. Exactly. But uh, coming forward on the podcast, we got an interesting episode coming up soon. Uh, A little off, off sports topic though, but it's it's one you guys are going to like, should should do well. But uh, otherwise we got to talk some basketball soon. Uh, Shit's been ramping up there. uh, Talking about all these guys going off. Some bonus, unfortunately out for the season for the Kings though. Knocking good. Look like you're destined for another 10th overall pick. The draft a guard that does nothing. But uh, this is by the point. And hey, Curry's gone, so we lost in the magic. That was abysmal. But it is what it is. Shit's turning around. Kyrie might be playing soon. Uh, I know rumors about that came up. But uh, we'll see. NFL, we might have to do another NFL video the way shit been going because who knows who's going to get traded, signed. We got to do a March Madness video. Exactly. Isaiah Wong, best player in the tournament. Y'all here, here first. Men's going off for 40. That three-guard lineup is dirty. Hey. It's dirty. Walker, Kessler, and, and freaking Jabari Smith are trash. Jabari Smith. Oh, Dude, they – oh, God. And you guys know I, I was rolling with Auburn, and they were so disappointed. I they cannot make a layup. They cannot I saw make your a tweet. layup. Neither of them. I saw your tweet, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. God, that's I so – Oh, my gosh. I know. We made him useless. I, I, I'm so surprised. And their guard play is very inconsistent, so we kind of played it perfectly because they cannot do anything with their guards. They all shoot like 40% at the highest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're very streaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the fa- like one of the fastest paces, too, because our four – we run f- essentially four guards in a, in a forward, so can't be – but I, my pick's still Texas Tech, though, so we'll see how that turns out. PT. Um, screw, screw Kentucky, though. St. Peter's. I don't, know, I don't know who I'm going to roll with anymore. Maybe Gonzaga. St. Peter's. Hey, know. shit. Run with St. Peter's, bro. Yeah, St. Peter's, baby. Hey, you got that. Because if they lose, it's like, yeah, yeah. That was sick. I know, yeah. I mean, their Cinderella Sim will probably come to it. Because they're playing Purdue, I believe, on maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. They're playing Purdue. Thursday. No, they're playing on Friday, I think. But oh, and I love Ivy. Ivy is so cold. And uh, Edie's a nice big man to compliment him as well. Um, but hey, that's for a whole nother episode, though. Appreciate you guys listening to our MLB podcast. More stuff coming forward. And as always, take care. Peace.